highlighting all the local and national stories which impact you. It's like the healthcare bias, right? Where they think black people don't have any feeling and their skin is tougher than other people's and they don't have, you know, they, they, they really can't feel pain because there's an issue with the, the nerves in their skin. They have a much higher pain tolerance. Or the only time people come in is when they, they want drugs, right? They don't, you know, they don't. It's not real pain. I find that annoying. I find that irritating. Bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. Because I would tell you, I don't want to hear about how people were just trying to get their lives together. They were just turning their lives around. Tired of hearing it. When it comes down to people going to jail and getting sentenced, we can't hear, well, it's too harsh. We can't hear, the system is unjust. And we can't hear, I hate the police. Because all those homicide detectives, they speak for the dead. You have to have them. Or else there will be no justice. I say, let's hold the mayor, city council, police chief, and every officer accountable for the crime that's committed and come up with a way to fix it. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. This is the Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris. Sponsored by Concordia University on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. All I want are the books made correct. I think, historically, Black people need to be made whole. If you're not going to pay us reparations, if you're not going to give us the money that you owe us based on what was taken from us and our families, the least you can do is get the history right. Well, thank you. I appreciate you taking my call. You continue doing your work, man. I appreciate you. I listen to you every day. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio in Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. Good afternoon and welcome. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. You know, I may as well say it now. 833-212-1017. Let me mute my computer before, you know, Noni Juice be hollering at me. You getting old. You don't even know how to turn your computer down. You know, stuff like that. So, yeah, that way I won't get hollered at or get called old. Stuff like that which I wear with pride. Uh, so, like, well, I don't even know where to start. So I woke up this morning. I woke up this morning, as I usually do, with no birds chirping, with no squirrels ripping and running, just me. Did what I do usually when I wake up. And then I left home. So what do you think the first thing is I have to do before I go to work? Exactly what you just heard. I got to get my cup of coffee. Because if I don't get my coffee, and then people scream you're addicted and coffee is a drug, and I don't really care. So there we go. But I had to go get my coffee. So I went and got my coffee on the way to work, left the coffee place, and couldn't find my work ID. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, where'd I put it? Because I remember putting this on, right? Like, I'm wearing this. 
but I'm not. And I can't find it. I have no idea where it is. So I'm at a light. I have to make a left turn. The arrow comes on. I turn. There's no cars in front of me, no cars behind me. And I drive. Then I go, you know what? I got to stop here because if I don't, I'm going to have to end up getting on the expressway and driving all the way like three miles and then turn around and go all the way back home to get my ID so I can get back in my car and drive back the same place to where I was going. So I stopped, but I stopped next to a parking lot, and I think, bet, I'll just back up into the parking lot. Right? So I'm going to back up. So I put my car in reverse, and I back up. Boom. What was that? You hit the curb, fool. Now, let me preface this by saying, when it comes to my car, I'm lazy. So I had a small leak in my front right tire. And my front right tire was under warranty. So I'm thinking, you know, when they get warm. But I got one of them machines, right? One of those little blue machines where you just plug it on your car and plug it in the wall and go. How many, how many pounds per square inch? Type it in. Sit there for like 20 seconds. Boom. My car's up to speed. So I was doing that every like three days. Because my tires have sensors on them. So it tells you, hey, your, 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 your car, you know, your pressure's going down. Till I hit the curb. So now my front right tire is already leaking. And now my back right tire. And I'm going, well, let me get out and check. I got to check for my ID anyway. Let me go get my ID out of my trunk. Because I'm pretty sure that's where I left it. And I get out. And I go to check it. And I hear, well, it wasn't hissing. It was like howling. My tire was telling me, basically, if... If hissing and howling were words, it would be telling me, hey, fool, if you don't put no air in me, I'm out. And I figured, okay, so what am I going to do? So I got in my car, and you know I was mad, right? And then I see my tire pressure gauge go from 37 to 25 to 15 to 10 and it stopped at 8 8 pounds per square inch so I was like a quarter mile from the dealership right because I hopped on my ways app and went okay where's the dealership and it was like hmm point two okay made my u-turn Praying the whole time. All right, because I don't want to hear that. And then I'm done, right? And then the rims are going to get all tore up, and then it's going to cost me money, even more money. So I get there, I go through, and I get there, and they're closed because they don't open until 7 o'clock. And it's 6.20. And the techs don't get there until 8 o'clock. So I sit there. Car's running. Turn on my Sirius XM radio. I'm good. Somebody knocks on the window. I'm like, is this some homeless guy? What's going on? It was a guy from inside. Hey, everything okay? I was like, yeah, I got a flat tire. He said, we'll take care of you now. Come on in. Opens the door. I roll into the dealership. I pull in. I do the paperwork. I sign. I get a ride to the university. Where the driver, you know, because they're fixing my car, so he takes me to the university and right to the door of the building. And he literally talks from the time I got in the car. 
to the time I got out the car. The entire time, which is okay because I talk a lot too. So then I got out, it's cold, and I realized I left my hat in the car. But I think to myself, I'm not going anywhere because I don't have a car. So I'm good. So I go throughout my day, and then I get the text. Hey, your car's ready. Same guy comes to pick me up. Now, I'm thinking to myself, it's going to cost me some money because I got the entire right side of my car is basically defunct, right? Tires, rim, I'm toast. And, of course, on the way back to the dealership, same guy picks me up, and he talks the entire time there. Great convo. And then I get there. I get my car, and the cost is about $300 less than I expect. So I'm good. I'm pumped, happy as a pig, and slop. I'm good. All is right with the world. And as I leave the dealership, I realize I need a cup of coffee. Because I haven't had any. I was so stressed all day. I only had one cup of coffee. It got cold. I don't even know where it is. So I went back. I got another cup of coffee, of course. I pull up to Starbucks, and I think to myself, by the way, you know, the same way I did this morning with the ID card. When I get out, let me go look for my hat. It's probably in my car. So I make the left turn. I go to pull up to the Starbucks and I hear, and I'm like, dude, really? Did they mess up my car? Did they fix my car? Because I just ran over something. And if I got a flat, I'm about to get arrested because I'm about to tear up my own car. And I run over something. And I get out and I look down. And it's my skull cap. Like that I just ran over. But it looked like every single car all day from 613 this morning has been running over my skull cap. And it's one of those North Face Skull caps that's thick. Yeah. Flatter than day old beer. I never, it was like a, it was like a saucer. I was like, oh my God. So what should I have done? Should I pick it up? Should I wear it? I'm going to wash it first, of course. Should I leave it? Should I throw it away? I don't know. 833-212-1017. What should I have done with my hat? Because I went all day without it, didn't think about it, worried about my hat, got cold, come back. And you know how you look at something and go, what is that on the ground? Boom, boom. And you run over it and you realize you just ran over your own hat, dude. And it's been there all day. Trucks, cars, people, birds, dogs, everything. Your hat is flat. But what would you do? Would you keep it? Would you throw it away? Would you wash it and wear it? But either way, it really don't matter. But I got to tell you, I got to be honest. I'm interested in what you would do. 833-212-1017. But for me, I love my hat. And that is Dr. Ken's Truth on the new 1017 The Truth. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris, sponsored by Concordia University, Wisconsin, on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017. You see, my feature artist today is none other than, talking too fast, none other than, that's what I get for running in my car, uh, Luther Vandross. Couldn't help myself. Uh-oh. Talking text line says, please explain why we continue to propagate a right-wing lie that there was a federal program that gives out crack pipes. It is false. Please find credible news outlets other than your friend's social media posts. Well, actually, that was from uh, um, that was from Newsweek, the Palm Beach Post, Fox News, uh, the Independent, and. News 11. So Biden administration said Wednesday that crack pipes were not included in the safe smoking kit available. And then other people are screaming that it was. So my question is, does it matter? Does it matter? And who cares? 833-212-1017. Chris said, throw your hat in the gutter and buy another. You're going to buy me a hat? Hey! I could start a um, GoFundMe page to get a new hat. You think I should do that? Buy me a GoFundMe. I think so. For a North Face hat that costs like $20? I can get 200 or 2000 That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that would be... The ultimate of lazy. Now, if I was going to do that, I would have the North. I would have it go straight to North Face so they could ship me the hat. That's all I'm saying. Throw it out. Throw it out. I don't know. Chris says, who cares about that hat? Get a new one and keep on trucking. But I love but I love my hat. And would it be a problem to get the hat washed? And just wear it again? We eat food that drop on the ground. Kiss it up to God as if that made it clean or something. And then go about, like, really? I don't know. I don't know. And then Chris, same Chris said, simple wash, rinse, dry, good to go. <clears throat> but Chris, I'm a little offended that you said, who cares about my hat, dude? I'm offended. Well, let me stop, because Chris might be a woman. I'm offended. Because you know everything offends me today. Talking text line says, you better get that hat, take it home, throw it in the washing machine, and wash it. Don't make me get my switch. Wow. I think Ivy's going to spank me. 833-212-1017. Uh, there's a pretty big, oh, 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 I remember what I wanted to talk about. Um, something in, hmm. so did you hear about the FedEx guy that got shot at? So, because this, this, this one threw me for a loop. Um, they're calling it the copycat of uh, the Ahmad Aubrey case. This is from uh, 
the Black Enterprise, Black Digital Mac Media brand, in an incident that parallels the tragic killing of unarmed black jogger Ahmaud Aubrey. A pickup truck chased and shot at a black man delivering packages for FedEx in Mississippi. According to the Mississippi Free Press, on January 24th, a black driver for FedEx said that he was delivering packages in Brookhaven when two white men attacked him and fired shots at him. The bullet missed him but were embedded in his delivery truck. Demonterio Gibson, who was 24 years old and from Utica, Mississippi, told the Mississippi Free Press that he had just dropped off a package around 7 p.m. on January 24th. He noticed a white pickup truck driving toward him from a nearby residence near the property he delivered the package in. He said, in my mind, I was thinking the driver is leaving to go to the store or something like that. But then they got extremely close to me and started blowing their horn. Gibson said, I proceeded to leave the driveway, and as I'm leaving the driveway, I start driving in the grass. They start driving in the grass trying to cut me off. My instincts kicked in. I swerve around them, and I start hitting the gas to try to get out of the neighborhood because I don't know what his intentions are. I drive down about two or three houses, and there's another guy standing in the middle of the street pointing a gun at my windows and signaling for me to stop with his hands as well as mouthing the words stop, and I shake my head no, and I hide behind the steering wheel, and I swerve around him. And as I swerve around, he starts firing shots into my vehicle. The Clarion Ledger reported that the two white men were arrested last night, I'm sorry, last week, and identified as George Case and his son Brandon Case. They were arrested, charged, and then released on bond Tuesday for the alleged attack. Gregory was charged with one count of conspiracy while his son was charged with shooting into a motor vehicle. Gibson said he felt that the police did not take him seriously initially, and his attorneys feel that both suspects have been undercharged and should be facing charges of attempted murder. Um, and so what happened is I heard and I read in another story that The police asked him, was he doing anything that somebody might have taken as being suspicious? And so he took that as being racist. Now, that's a complete police investigation, I got to say. I know you'll disagree. I know I'm a police lover and all that other junk. But that's part of the investigation. You look at every side, all sides to make sure the person's credible. So him asking that was not a racist thing. Him asking that was not meant to say, I don't believe you. It's meant to do a thorough investigation. So if he's asked, well, did you look and see if anybody was suspicious? He probably asked them, did he see anybody suspicious? So that they can corroborate the fact that these knuckleheads had absolutely no reason to stop him, no reason to pull him over. Like the, the, the FedEx guy is going to be the suspicious guy in a big red, blue, and orange truck. So, once again, uh, which is why I don't like to go to Mississippi, but once again, uh, did I say that out loud? I'm sorry. Um, once again, uh, that's why you got to stay out of it. Uh, what are your thoughts? 833-212-1017. Uh, Chris said, I didn't say that. Make sure it's the right Chris. I know that. That's why I said it's probably to the... Anyway, I think it's two different Chris. Well, y'all need to put y'all put y'all put y'all, 
<laughs> put your put your we need to get an initial. Well, wait a minute. Let's line. Okay. Send me your uh your initial. And that way I can make this person different from the other Chris because it's two different ones. But anyway. 833-212-1017. Noni Juice said, should would I go to Alabama? My mama from Alabama, Hertzboro, suburb of Montgomery. I've been to Selma a number of times. But I ain't I ain't going to Alabama either. What about Missouri? Depends. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to Kansas City. But I'm going to the black part of Kansas City. I'm mm-hmm. staying in the black part of Kansas City. Mm-hmm. And I know it sounds strange, but yeah, that's just me. I'm I'm just at a point now where I am who I am, and people are who they are. I think I think, I think pe- nobody nobody apologizes for living in a suburb. Nobody apologizes for only going to white stuff. Nobody apologizes for living around white people, hanging around white people, eating lunch with white people. So why would I have to apologize for doing that or even thinking it? Somebody says, "Oh, it sounds racist." So. So do you. I'm just saying. Maybe I'm just too old. <laughs> wow. You need to stop, Chris. But we're going we gonna to change it. See, I still don't know who's who. One say Chris Yogi. The other one say Chris number two is my son. And now there's a Chris number three. I'm done. I'm not doing Chris number. No I'm going to delete all of them. Block all of them. Anyway, they, they can't come. I'm just, I'm just being mean. Maybe Kentucky, Tennessee, and only because I know where a great outlet mall is in Chattanooga. Other than that, it because it's right off the expressway, right off I-65. Or is it 74, 72, 74? I like Tennessee. Hmm. I got to be in, just, just me, I got to be in a big city. I love city life. I don't like country life. Would you move? Move where? To a bigger city. If I move, I'm moving to a place that has water and I can sit on the side in a house and chill. L.A.? God, no. (laughs) California, crazy. North Carolina, The people in California, crazy. The governor in California, crazy. The legislature in California, crazy. And when I meet the most people from California all right. I probably shouldn't say the word crazy should I no they're crazy I'm sorry they out there man I'm Chris number one Chris number two is my son and now a Chris number th- but I don't know who Chris number two is because I got a Chris Yogi here so I don't know should I be oh this is a third Chris Chris number this is Chris number two Chris Yogi I- I'm done it's too much okay dude when we come back Everybody's telling me cities I should move to. But but you need to call me and tell me. Tony from Tulsa, Dion, Mr. Lee. Uh, you're going to have to convince me. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris, sponsored by Concordia University, Wisconsin, is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. 
You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. That was Luther Vandross when he was with the group Change. That's probably my one of my most favorite songs. That's probably my favorite group. Yep. 833-212-1017. Mr. Mr. Lee, Kansas, Wichita, like out of all the places, Wichita, Kansas. I've been to, was it Kansas City, Kansas? No, Topeka, Kansas. But of course, I remember going to Topeka, Kansas because I went for a video shoot. And on the way home, flying back to Midway Airport in Chicago, Eastern Airlines went out of business. And so when they went out of business, when the plane landed, that was it. They were out of business. There were like four of us on the flight. I think Eastern might still be in business, but they they filed bankruptcy. The flight, the airplane landed and that was it. It was amazing. Wichita, Kansas? Come on, dude. Dion said, uh, I'm moving to the South. I love the South. Well, but, but where? Like, where you moving, Dion? That's what I want to know. Where are you moving? Like, where would you even move? What, what about Atlanta? Because everybody named Mama's in Atlanta, Dallas. And, of course, Tony from Tulsa had to call. Uh, can we call Charlotte Chocolate? Chocolate Charlotte? I don't know. Chocolate Charlotte. I don't know. Just call it chocolate. Don't call it Charlotte. Just call it chocolate. Because <laughs> it's, it's crazy. 833-212-1017. Uh, before we get to Dion and Nick, wash it, don't dry it, LOL. As far as the FedEx driver goes, it's a sad situation, but most FedEx drivers wear a uniform and drive a really big white truck with FedEx on it. I order lots of packages. I see them all the time. They drop a package off and then run back to the truck. Assuming while he's running to the truck, they saw a black man running overlooking the uniform. Good thing he didn't get shot for sure cc that is for sure A three three two one two one zero one seven. what's up dion hey how you doing man i'm good how are you uh, i'm doing all right yeah um i would consider me myself personally i'm considering moving to the south really? i like the, the reason i say that is about the south is because mm-hmm. I want to buy some acres of land. I want to have some acreage, you know. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, I'm always on truly looking. A couple of weeks ago, 37 acres of land, 75,000. Okay. I already had a house built on it. Probably had to put another. It was in Mississippi. Okay. But now, don't get me wrong, because I'm looking at Arkansas. I want to not move too far from Memphis. I want to be between 30, maybe 45 minutes from Memphis. So I've been looking at Arkansas. I'm thinking about Blindsville, Arkansas, dude, West Memphis, dude, Arkansas. You can drive through like four different states, <laughs> about 40 minutes from from Memphis, right? Illinois, Mississippi, no, no, oh, Tennessee, no. Illinois, no, 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 no. How, how far Illinois, south? You gotta be, you gotta, you gotta be at the at the bottom of Illinois, and then once you once you once you leave out of Illinois, you're gonna hit Missouri. And then you're going to go through, like, St. Charles right. or whatever. Because you, I mean, you got to cross the bridge. Boom land. Right. Yeah, yeah. Then you're going to hit Arkansas. Then and, you're going to hit Tennessee. And what about, like, what, uh, about, what, what about Cape Girardeau? 
No, no. Okay. I don't okay. know. For some reason, I never really looked at Missouri. Okay. I just the Arkansas, Mississippi. I did think about Alabama, but Alabama rough, though, man. I ain't going to. Ooh, we was down there in Alabama. I was in ooh, Selma. Boy, Selma and Montgomery. Yeah. Yeah, we was in a little town called Ewan, Alabama. Ewan. <laughs> G-U-I-N. Yeah. It ain't too far from super low Mississippi. Yeah. But buddy. it's rough though. Yeah. But I wanna I wanna live on some acreage. Okay. You know. I'm done with the city life because I'm like you. I'm from Chicago. I grew up on 90th in Indiana. Man. I stayed across wait, the street wait, from wait, the wait, 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 wait. factory. You 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 lived in Chatham. Yeah. I was on 79th and Champagne. 90th Street. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Champagne. Yeah. yeah. You down the street. I'm going to Chicago this Saturday for the, uh, what you call that? I mean, this Saturday for the auto show. Oh, but really? Yeah, though, you okay. know, so I don't, yeah, I don't like the city life anymore. You know, I, I just don't. I, I don't. I want to live in the smallest town in the country. I got to have I just want to go to work, come home. <laughs> yeah, but that's why I said I'm not going to live too far from Memphis. So when you I get bored? I go to the city, I just go to Memphis. Or Jackson or New Orleans, wow. you know, because I'll be down wow. there in the South. So if I'm that, you know, I'm like, because New Orleans is like two, maybe two and a half, three Correct. hours. Correct. It was 15 hours from here. Correct. It was for 15 hours from here to uh, Louisiana. Correct. Because we drove from here to New Orleans. So let me ask so you a question, you, you know, if you live in that little, would, would you would you move to the to the Mississippi Delta? The Delta. Uh, the reason the Delta, it, you know, that's close to the water and all that. No, I don't want to live down there. I'm not too much worried about the racism because the one thing I tell people in the South is different from the North. The white folks are friendly down there because they have already established that they're in the higher dominance than you <laughs> men. You know, for real. For real, no, seriously, though. That's why I can't go, go down the there. South, they, that's they why real I can't friendly. They, yeah, they're real friendly. You know, then, but I ain't gonna lie to you. When I first started going down there, the black folks was kind of mean. Yeah, because I'm from the north. They don't like northern. You know, they went through a different struggle. Yeah, they went through a different struggle down there than we did. You know, but I, I definitely enjoy it. Though okay. I ain't gonna lie. In the next couple of years, I'm trying to buy me some land. You know, like I'm trying to buy a couple acres. You know, maybe six, seven acres. It depends. And then I'm gonna buy a couple plots of land. Because when you buy land down there, you got timber on it. You can sell the timber. So, you know, I mean, the only thing that's kind of been discouraging me is right. the employment opportunities. Even if you work for the city, you ain't really making no money. You Correct. know, and I'm a truck driver. That's, I'm in my truck now. I'm at work. I mean, I'm a truck driver. So I hate to go down there and jump, have to jump back in the semi and drive again. <laughs> but that's really the only thing that you know. But I'm not going to leave my house. And see, the thing is, I'm not trying to be gone forever. I'm going to end it like this. I'm not trying to be gone forever because I, I love Wisconsin. You said what? thing to me that was very important that a lot of people don't think of. We bought one of the freshest bodies of water in the world, which is Lake Michigan. Yep. So my, me having a nice water supply is very important to me. You know, you, you understand what I'm saying? For sure. So, but I just, I don't want to always say that I live in Chicago and Milwaukee for the rest of my life. So I want to go somewhere else, experience it, and hey, if I like it, I'll stay forever, and I always have my house up here, and I can come back to Milwaukee. You know, so that's it, though. All but right. I'm going to let you go, though, Dr. Ken. Thank you. Listen to this, 2-2 for you. Appreciate that, brother. All right, take care. All right, yeah, bye. See, I want to say I lived in Milwaukee and Chicago. I love being in the big city. I, I ain't really, 
I don't know. When we come back, Sandra, talking text line, would you move to the country, move to the South? Yeah, you. She ain't trying to hear that. She's like, are you kidding? I'm a, I, I like the city. I'm a city girl. Yeah, I'm a city boy. Born in the city, raised in the city. That's about it. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris, sponsored by Concordia University, Wisconsin, is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. To truth of the afternoon, <laughs> no one was like, "Hey, we're like we do, like when you gonna talk?" But when we gonna? Then she gave me the look, like you better talk. <laughs> you better talk. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven. Talking text line. Dare say FedEx got some of the worst drivers. Well, dude, they gotta keep a just like UPS. I think UPS is worse than FedEx. I'm saying, but yeah, you gotta you gotta keep your you know, stuff going. Talking text line says, not that it should matter much, but they said in the report that the guy was in one of those rentals. Hertz box trucks, not an actual FedEx truck. So here's my question. Should that matter? Like, should you be shooting at people? No. You should not be shooting at people. Maybe it's me. But you shouldn't be shooting at people. 833-212-1017. Sandra, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. What you got? Hi, Dr. Chen. How are you? I am fine. How are you doing? I'm good. Okay. Um, well, I was born in the South, and we used to go South all the time. Born uh, where? My parents born where? Because born where? Starkville. Starkville. Starkville, what? Oh, okay. Because she liked Starkville. I'm like, um. Starkville, Mississippi. Well, I'm thinking of uh, the football player. So where is it? In, where, where is Starkville near? I don't know. What you mean? You don't you know, know. I don't think is it's it in the Delta? Jackson. Is it, from, is it near Jackson? No. Is it near Belzoni? Or is it near the um, Gulf? It's not in the Delta. Because okay. um, I would hear my mom speak of Delta, mm-hmm. but um, I think it might be close to Jackson. Okay, you know I would have to look it up. All I know, it took us a long time to get there. <laughs> we used to go down a lot. But see, I was 18 months when they came here to move. 
Okay. So I went to school here all my life, so we would just go visit. And the people were, you know, really nice and stuff, and um, we didn't have any problems. Well, could you answer uh, me a question? Always, what does sure. they what was what does they were really nice mean? Uh, if you ran it, well, actually, I didn't see a bunch of, all I can remember is to like going to the store and seeing, you know, white people. Cause we all stayed, we stayed in the same area where mm-hmm. the blacks were. And if we went uptown, uh, the blacks were uptown and stuff like that. But I don't recall, you know, just interwining with a lot of white people, but when we went to the store, they were nice to us, you know, um, okay. That's what I can remember. But um, anyways, I called to tell you about my incident. You were talking about your skull cat. Okay. And uh, uh, you were saying, should you go get it or pick it up or what? Uh, did you like it real much? Yes. Well, I didn't pick it up and wash it. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, see what I had. Um, I'm going to say this, too. I had uh, lost a mirror and so I searched and searched. I couldn't find out what happened was um, I saw a little doggy, and he had ran under the car because some kids were chasing him, and the dude was rearing up to kick him. So I snatched him out from under the car. He was a puppy, like. And so I lost my earring in the process, so I put him in the car with me, and me and him, we drove. I had to go to uh, Grafton. So I drove up to Grafton because I had to pick up a relative. I came back, and so when I came back, I went to uh, take him to the domestic uh, animal place. Right. And so I took him there, and just as quick as I got him there, his people called. Ah. His owners called. There you go. So they didn't live about two blocks from me. So I came back with him, and I brought (laughs) him to them. And they were so happy that, you know, I I never found my earring. So I want to buy some more, but the earring had my name on it, kind of be, and, and and it costs two hundred dollars now. Bougie I only paid ninety nine dollars for she got, it. She got bougie. Huh? Ear, I say you got bougie earrings. Well, they 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 were ninety nine dollars at the time. You know, they kind of faded. They weren't the real deal, but now they're they're two hundred dollars. Okay. So my name was on them, and I can't spend two hundred when I got them for ninety nine. Oh, that's how that worked. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's that's my incident, you know. But just if you like the cap, pick it up and deal with it. You yes, know? ma'am. Okay, then. All right, take care. Take care. Bye. Okay, bye-bye. 833-212-1017. Mr. Lee, Wichita, dude, what's on your mind? <laughs> like, really? Well, Wichita. Uh, it, it, when you talked about Wichita. Know, the power of suggestion. Listen, your power of <laughs> suggestion for Wichita? Hey. No. <laughs> well, all I know is there's a friend I'm expecting to come back to town that had a family uh, there. So that crossed my mind. I had to mention I've never been there, you know, so I couldn't tell you. But it just I just threw that in there to spark a, a, a conversation and laugh. Well, but sure as far did. as travel is that, I mean, <laughs> now are you talking about leaving us? Are you talking about yeah, rolling what, out, getting out, beating? Scram. Now, I'll tell you what. You know the best thing you can do? Have, uh, what is that, a winter home and a summer home. Meaning you'll always be able to come back here. You hear what I'm saying? Um, but wait, wait, wait. Travels, Why fall, can't I move? Yeah. <laughs> always come back here. Like, <laughs> what? So you can always come back. <laughs> well, for That's what it. reason? We ain't letting you for go. What re- for what reason? I mean, I, I mean. Hey, I mean, um, I, I'm from here, born and raised here, a survivor of the five three two zero 
six area. I mean, it's uh, y'all need to leave that alone. You know, five three two zero six is fine. <laughs> People been growing up, living, becoming great. Exactly. Stop. Yes, exactly. Y'all, so, y'all like watched said, that I'm documentary and just became forever you know destitute. I heard about it. I heard about it. I never watched it yet. Forever so, destitute. But um, unfortunately for them, but. Um, if you're really thinking about traveling, why not hit you buy your piece of uh, uh, land off the island, one of the islands, while it's yet affordable? That's what I'm thinking and about. You can definitely, uh, hey, while it's affordable, you know, so um, and it doesn't cost much, you know, a couple of acres of land, and you're yet in paradise. Okay. So I, I couldn't tell you exact, I couldn't exactly tell you where, but that's pretty much my point there. All right. Um, as far as travel, as far as far as I've been, really quick. Was to uh, not uh, was that uh, south of uh, Leland, Mississippi? Uh-huh. What is that? I don't oh, know. I ain't from but Mississippi. Real quick, <laughs> <laughs> you see, hey, hey, good cooking, some of the best cooking you ever had. That's true. All right, now. All right, brother. Yeah, all right. Take care. All right. Let me squeeze in, Ed. Ed, we got like a minute. You're on the new one hundred one seven. The truth. What's up, Doctor Ken? How are you today? I'm good. I just want to reiterate what that gal said a couple of calls ago. Uh, I was in Mississippi, and the white people were very nice to me. Uh, I didn't have any problem with white people at all. They were very nice, and they were white, and they were very nice to me. Just wanted to say that. And my pick to retire, Dr. Ken, might be Monterey, Mexico, because your dollar is truly Five to one down there. You can retire five to one in Monterey, Mexico. I'm going to okay. let you go. I'm going to look at it. Thank you much, Bye-bye. Ed. I just don't know if I want to live in Mexico. I don't want to live in a place where everybody comes to. Does that make sense? I want to be able to avoid people. Like the fact that I'm moving, when I'm like leaving for 30 days, it's to get away from y'all. What about Texas? Oh, God, no. Dallas, Houston. Everybody I know moved to Texas, San Antonio, and Austin. Everybody. I'm like, I'm not going to Texas. What is it called? Tucson? Arizona? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Where would you move? Because I'm trying to think of big cities. Phoenix. You would go to Phoenix? Uh, I might go to Seattle if I could make enough money. Because it's expensive as DC? I'll get out. I would, I, would, I would go to Boise, Idaho. Really? Yes. Um... Montreal, what Toronto. DC is too is is too congested. Too, it's too busy. Much. Yeah, it's too big. And and I mean congested as in it's just too many people packed in. But if I could live in Maryland, and but they get too many storms. Virginia, you know, like they get whooped. Mm-hmm. They get whooped. Um, you'd have to pay me to move to Virginia, Maryland. Like if I wasn't getting paid, there's no reason I would go there. If I'm gonna go that far, I'm gonna go to Martha's Vineyard, and I'm not coming back. Like I'm out. Mm. I'm just saying, like, there are some places where I would go where I'm just not coming back. Like, if I end up in Martha's Vineyard looking at the water, got me a little, you know, janky boat, whatever, tied up, I'm out. You'll be looking for me. I'll be gone. And, you know, when it comes to that, the only thing I'm going to do, the only thing I could really do is raise my hand. And throw up the deuces.